Welcome listeners, but take heed. We will say whatever we need to share our knowledge, thoughts, and joy, and even things that do annoy. So join us now, but be aware. We have a tendency to swear. We'll dial it back a little bit. But frankly, we don't give a shit. Welcome to Just Keep Rolling's very special bonus episode of Potterheads A History. I'm Ellen, and this is my cohort, Katie. Hey, all For this episode, we are joined by a very talented filmmaker, Conrad Farah. Conrad is in the process of filming a Harry Potter-inspired short film series, and we wanted to have him on the show to learn a little more about that and his film career. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. It's a pleasure being here. So first thing we want to know is a little bit about your filmmaking, and then you have to share your sorting hat story with us, because that's what we have every guest do. Oh, well, my sorting hat story is also the same as my filmmaking story. Awesome. Well. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing because when I was 11 years old, I got my first Harry Potter book, which was Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and I was living in Central America, which is where I was born. I was born in Honduras. And it was very uncommon for such a Catholic country to have the Harry Potter books. So I remember when I got a hold of the first one, like all the teachers in my school were like, oh, you shouldn't have this book in the school. You know, it was like a very strict thing. And I, I felt like naughty having this book, you know. <laughs> and it just made you want to read it more, right? Yeah, I wanted to read it a lot more. And, you know, and all my friends thought it was like the cool thing to do was to have a Harry Potter book. So I remember I, I read the, the first one and then I, I, I saw the movie and I just became in love with just stories in general, just storytelling. And then when I finally got a hold of Chamber of Secrets, I read Chamber of Secrets and then I saw the movie. And it was after seeing Chamber of Secrets that I said, you know what, I'm going to write my own. I'm going to write my own Harry Potter story and hopefully I'm going to have someone film it. I'm going to make it so good that someone's going to want to make a movie about it. <laughs> and uh, long story short, no one wanted to make a movie about my, uh, my Harry Potter short story. So I decided to do it myself. And so my very first movie that I ever did was a Harry Potter fan film when I was 13 years old. I'm 30 years old now, and I'm still doing Harry Potter films, so nothing's wow. changed. That's so cool. <laughs> Is that one that we can get access to, your first Harry Potter film? <laughs> oh, you know, if people, you know, Google me enough, uh, they can find that film, and it's uh, probably one of the worst movies ever made, but, uh, you know, it taught me the basics of uh, how to hold a camera and, you know, how to hire my friends as the actors and my friends are still the actors in these movies except that they're a lot better now but uh you know it's still just as fun as it was the first time you know yeah. i held the camera that's yeah. awesome <laughs> i'm totally gonna look for it <laughs> oh, no. hell yeah so also okay that's fantastic that harry potter ended up building this filmmaking career i actually i've known at least of Conrad for a while because he's done films for the 48 hour film festival in cleveland as, as well as a bunch of other ones but those are the only films that I've really done at this point is through the 48. So we have competed against each other in, mm -hmm. <laughs> in past competitions. It's always so. competitive. Yeah. No, we is. should all collaborate instead of competing. Oh, I love the idea. Yes. But it's really cool to know that there's other Harry Potter fans out there in the film world that got their inspiration from that. So Absolutely. that's really cool. What and I can see you. You're in my recording studio. So I know what house you are. But can you tell our listeners? Yeah, so the house that I'm in, and it was a total surprise to me because I remember I took the Pottermore uh, test, uh, the sorting hat, and I thought, I always thought that I was a Ravenclaw. That's what I thought. Maybe it's because I like the colors. Mm -hmm. And then I took the, the test, and I'm a Slytherin. Green looks good on you. Thank you. Yeah, you know what? I've been rocking really the Slytherin. Does. Yeah, I've been, I've been rocking it on set. I am, I'm full on Slytherin. That's awesome. We have Katie recording with us, of course, but she's over Skype. Yes. So Conrad yes. is in Katie's seat, but it puts him at the, the Slytherin microphone. So. It does. 
it, it works, works out, out well. quite well. Mm-hmm. It's very Indeed. fitting. Thank you, guys. <laughs> He's got his Slytherin hat and scarf on. It's looking pretty cool. And then do you know your wand and Patronus? Oh, yes. You know what? I do know my wand. My wand is the hazelwood with a unicorn hair core, 12 and a quarter and a hard and hard flexibility. And my Patronus is a wildcat. A wildcat. Another cat, oh, Katie. Wow. Another cat. All the cats, man. I'm a Manx cat. I don't know what the hell a Manx cat is, but... That's what I am. Sounds kind of cool, though. Mine was officially <laughs> right? a, a weasel. Oh, really? But when we had to put my cat, one of my cats down earlier this year, I decided that Jack Nicholson, that was the name of my cat, oh, Jack. Jack Nicholson is my new Patronus. Oh, good. Because so, those can change. Yes. I still entirely just imagine the actor Jack Nicholson shooting out of your wand as a Patronus, though, <laughs> if I'm being honest. And I yeah, kind of I mean, like that a little bit better. I mean... I feel like that would be a pretty intimidating... Patronus. Especially from The Shining, That's, you know, yeah. just comes out with an axe yeah, right? out of your wand. I was just thinking, like, she comes out of your wand, like, here's Johnny. Like, <laughs> so perfect. Yeah. Those Dementors <laughs> wouldn't know what hit him. They would not. <laughs> but your cat is cool, too. <laughs> he was a pretty cool cat. Yeah. <laughs> cool cat. So in this episode of Potterheads of History, we're going to be asking Conrad some questions to get the inside info on his latest Harry Potter-inspired film endeavor. So the first thing that I want you to share with us is, well, I guess you told us it was you were 13. Yes. So that's... you've kind of been a filmmaker for, what is that now, oh, 17 years? 17 years. I've been making movies for 17 years. Wow. Do you officially consider that to be the case, or do you think there's a moment where you were like, I am a filmmaker? Well, um, you know, I think it was right after college that I said, you know what, I'm, I'm done making this just like a hobby or something that I'm trying to learn. I'm going to make this, this is my thing. I'm a filmmaker. And that's what I'm going to be doing as a profession, as a career. And, uh, you know, and this is like the first movie that I've done that isn't like, you know, like to make money because I know I can't. So this is like, right. you know, in, in some ways, this is kind of like a passion project uh, that mm-hmm. is made for the fans mm-hmm. and people that enjoy the series as much as I do. And it's almost like a, like a little gift to them. Um, so yeah our next question was going to be what it first inspired you but as we now know from your starting hat story it was harry potter yay (laughs) (laughs) but uh, what did you actually study in college that you were like what did you originally think you were going to be doing oh filmmaking always yeah i mean since i made that first terrible harry potter film when i was 13 (laughs) i knew that i was going to be a filmmaker it's funny because i i remember i um i would be in middle school and then in high school and and i would always avoid doing big projects because i would tell my teachers i would say can i do it as a film can i can i turn it into film instead of uh, doing this paper so i would turn everything into movies and that was in in many ways like my early film school oh that is brilliant that's so cool yeah and i was having fun with it you know i wasn't like doing all this stuff and 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 i i was having a blast and my teachers thought that i was putting all this extra work so so even if the movie was (laughs) crap they would give me a good grade um and uh well you kind of were but it didn't feel like work to you oh no not at all i you know it's me and my friends goofing around you know trying to to make sense of whatever it is that we were trying to to portray like a science thing or history thing or whatever it was and uh and it was hilarious i mean they're they're horrendous videos but uh, you know the teachers thought they were (laughs) they were great and uh that's all because they probably were great for high schooler you know yeah yeah maybe and they were probably tired of reading the same stinking essay about you know waiting for godot over and over and over again and this was a nice little break from that too that's definitely what it was and <laughs> that taught me you know really how to make movies and how to edit and do all those things and then when i was in college i went in for filmmaking i majored in filmmaking and i think i had a minor in acting or theater or something but i dropped out i didn't finish college instead i went to make movies or work on movies in new york and then to los angeles so, okay yeah 
I mean, the college degree is kind of overrated when it comes to arts. It really is. And, uh, you know, it's funny because like my first two years in, in uh, this university, they, we, weren't, we weren't allowed to touch cameras. Uh, mm -hmm. They wanted to teach us the fundamentals of filmmaking. Uh, and I'm like, I, well, I've been studying that since I was 13. You know, like I've been, that's all I've been doing all my life. I know nothing else but this. And like, why are you teaching me things that I already know? Yeah. And um, you're like, I could be teaching this course. Come yeah. On. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was, it was pretty interesting. And, um, and then we had a film festival, I think my sophomore year and everyone in the school was competing. Every film major, even theater majors were competing and they gave me a mentor and that really pissed me off. Uh, okay, so you're not, we're not allowed to touch cameras. We haven't made a single movie in college yet. And you've given me a mentor to teach me how to make this film for this film festival. Okay. So I lied to my mentor. I didn't tell him when we were filming. So he didn't, he didn't show up. Uh, so we filmed the whole movie without him. And then we turned it into the film to the school film festival. And it was actually a very big film festival at this university. And I said to myself, if I do well in this festival, I'm going to quit. And I'm going to just pursue filmmaking on my own. And we won the festival. We sweeped. That's awesome. That's yeah. great. The few years I went to college, I was a, a theater major, acting theater major. And I, I ended up quitting as well. <laughs> because it was just like, if I'm going to do this, I need to just be doing it. Like, I need to not... There's only so much I can get out of this. No, definitely. It's, you, it, you need the, the real life experience. You know, you have to go out there and, and actually do it. You know, and there's just certain things that college... You know, as much as they try to explain, it's like they're explaining it how they would do it. Um, you know, yeah. you have to and it's an yourself. art. There's yeah. no an art. right exactly. way to do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You just did it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> now, as we mentioned before, we learned from your Sorting Hat story that it was Harry Potter that inspired you to get into filmmaking. But what brought you back around? What made you decide that now is the time to make the Harry Potter movie? Well, you know, everyone's kind of stuck at home nowadays. And, uh, you know, it's the same deal with me and my team. I have, I'm lucky enough to work with an incredible team of actors and crew here in Cleveland. And I love them to death. And, you know, and we've been doing lots of projects in the last couple of years. And this year has been particularly slow for us because of coronavirus and right. everything. And I said, uh, I, I really don't know when it was. I think it was earlier in the summer that I said, you know, I've always wanted to do a Harry Potter fan film, like a big Harry Potter fan film. And obviously, like, no one's going to hire me to do that. It's, it's, you know, it was the same case as I, when I was 13. You know, I wanted to write the story. I wanted someone to do it. And I wanted, I was waiting for someone to hire me to do something like this. And then I said, I'm going to just try to fund this myself. And I'm going to try to write it myself. And I'm going to shoot a couple of short films. And I'm going to put them out there and, and see how well they do. And uh, and so far, so good. We've, we've been having a blast. And everything we've shot so far is is quite amazing it's some of the best stuff we've ever had oh man i'm so excited yeah that's, that's awesome. i've actually had the privilege of reading one of the drafts of the script it's big like yeah it's pretty epic it's it's huge i can't wait to see what you do with this <laughs> yeah no it's it's very ambitious uh especially on our scale but i think we're, we're doing it justice because you know we want to be truthful to the world created by jk rowling we want to be truthful to to the world the fans know uh, of Harry Potter and um, and I think we're succeeding in that and um, yeah we're being extremely meticulous with the details yeah so it's and it's very exciting because when you're on set it, to, to some degree you feel like you're in that world you know even for a couple moments between you know when we're doing the, the film where you know you, you feel like you've been transported even momentarily yeah and that's great. how you're going to know that it was successful too if you watch it and you feel like you're back in that world absolutely if you're feeling it while you're filming it that's very promising oh absolutely yeah. you know the other day um Oh, gosh, I don't want to give too much away, but we had a shot um, of a, a flu powder chimney. 
and we had like the lights you know coming in the green lights and then we had practical effects on set so we had our main character do the lumos spell immediately after and it just i felt like i was in it that's so cool oh that's so fun i can't wait to see how that translates that's gonna be amazing yeah so what essence or feeling are you hoping to capture from harry potter and bring into the film you know i want to i want to be able to give people that emotion that i felt when i was 13 holding that book for the first time sorcerer stone that's kind of what i want to give people is okay so we've seen the harry potter films we've read the books we've seen fantastic beasts well Mm -hmm, the couple mm -hmm. ones that have come out and i want to give people something new something they haven't seen before and i want to do it from a female perspective which hasn't really been done like i want our hero to be this female and like empowered character who's who's kind of a badass and she's she's very very strong like i wanted to give i mean we obviously have hermione in the harry potter series but she's you know still it's it's the story is harry potter and i want this one to be just a female centered with female villains as well i wanted to give it this edge and make it really cool and fantastical and i want to bring in you know that same magic that you that you get when you read the books or when you see the movies that's so awesome that i'm as a woman like every every podcast we release we put the hashtag woman podcasters on it just oh, like good. we just really like to drive that home that women can be badass too oh, and absolutely. so i love yeah. that that's what you're doing with it yeah definitely can you give us a summary of what you're willing to share about the story oh boy okay yeah i mean i can give you guys a sneak peek but basically it's about this uh young witch named muriel warrington who flees from hogwarts and travels to north america uh and she's hiding something something important that belongs to the death eaters and uh and then we have these death eaters kind of following her around north america trying to hunt her down at all costs it's very dark very gritty and it's very exciting you guys are definitely gonna have to check this out when it comes out so is it set like present day or is it Oh, that's a good question, Katie. I, it, it takes place in between Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince. So oh, it's okay. right in the middle. And in fact, it's, it's almost like at the very tail end of Order of the Phoenix, the story takes place. Um, okay. and, it's, and it's a three-part story. So it's three movies. Uh, the first one is coming out in January of 2021. And uh, we're still waiting on to see what the release dates are going to be for the next two. But it definitely takes place in between um, Order of the Phoenix and Half-Blood Prince. And then part two briefly takes place in Goblet of Fire that time period oh okay nice how's the filming process going so far oh filming has been uh going extremely well we've shot i think six or seven days so far we have two more days of filming for part one we've already also shot some of part two because some of the things interconnect so we've been trying to do them all at once and it's it's very very crazy it's very action-packed I keep forgetting how much work like action adventure movies take and uh but you know we're getting it done uh, slowly but surely we're getting there and we have half the movie already cut together our editor patrick castile has been working non-stop around the clock to get the edit completed for the visual effects team and the composers and everything and uh it's turning out magnificently so far that's, that's amazing awesome. what would you say is this is kind of a two-part question what would you say is the biggest challenge that you've encountered as a filmmaker in general and then specifically with this project well, I think the biggest challenge of any independent filmmaker is financing, trying to get funding for any project, and especially true, it's especially for, for passion projects, because really there's no money there, because there's not 
going to be any profits or anything that, that's going to be made from this. So that's always one of the challenges. And then I think the other challenge is finding the right team, finding the right group of people to help you make movies and tell stories. And I've been very fortunate uh, to have been working with the same team over the last couple of years, and, and they've been just absolutely fantastic. You know, they, they follow me into war, and uh, and they deliver for me, and it's and it's great. So every time I get on set, I just have to say yes or no half the time, and they already know what they're doing. It makes my life a lot easier. Yeah. And uh, for this particular project, I mean, there's just been so many elements that have been particularly hard from costumes uh, which have to be so specific to the production design and the production design has been fantastic Stephen Keller production designer is just a genius and then um, you know making everything very moody with the lighting and everything our, our director of photography Ashley Watts is just incredible so all these elements have just slowly come together uh, and for this one it's it's the, the stakes a lot higher it's pretty elaborate yeah yeah, no, it's, it's it's crazy. And I just realized that we haven't even said the title of the film. Oh, no, we haven't. Yeah, the title <laughs> of the series uh, is called Mudblood, which is a very oh. controversial title. Yeah. yeah, some of the Harry Potter fan pages that I... I'm going to go ahead and say that I troll. <laughs> <laughs> I go, I'm just like, oh, this comment kind of relates to our podcast. That's exactly why we made this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you, should, you guys should check us out. But some of them get really offended when you use that word. They really do. You know, we released some posters and I, I was reading some of the comments. There's just so many comments from you know people who are just so passionate. And, and then some of the comments are really offended. They're like, Mudblood, why would you use such a term? Why don't you call the series like Muggleborn or something? And I'm like, that's boring. It's boring. <laughs> you know, it's really, really boring. We want to make it exciting and, and a little bit edgy. We, we don't want to lose our edge. Right. We want to be punchy with yeah. it. And you can, you, if you think about Hermione at the end of... Deathly was it Hallows? Deathly Hallows? Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't Deathly Hallows when mm-hmm. she was just like she calls herself a mudblood, and she's like, "No, I am a mudblood, and I'm proud of it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, exactly. It's and, a reclaiming. Um, yeah. Yeah, and that's the word. That's the same thing with this story. Um, now you you're know. a Slytherin, so I don't know if that's okay oh. for you to say it, but <laughs> you know, but it's interesting because I am a Slytherin, but the story, this story, Mudblood, is not about a Slytherin. Our main character, Muriel Warrington. I'm not going to say what house she belongs to, but it's not Slytherin even though she has Slytherin traits to her, which is interesting. And the, the actress's name that plays her? Oh, McKenna Weyburn. She's amazing. Oh, she's brilliant. Uh, she's brilliant. Oh, man. Like, I can't speak highly enough of, of McKenna. It's funny because, like, we're doing some scenes and, you know, we goof around between takes and everything. But then when, as soon as the cameras roll, she just gets into it. She That's, gets so yeah, into it. Yeah, she's... I was telling Katie this earlier. The, the last in-person 48-hour film festival was October of last year and she and I were both up for best actress and she won so oh okay. she's awesome <laughs> nice nice Five for my movie then I think yeah that was yours. yeah okay yeah. yeah yeah no she's she's we've been so lucky to to, to be working with her yeah she's, yeah, she's it's really impressive I can't wait to see what she does with this yeah she's young too isn't she yeah she's 16 yeah yeah oh and, wow and, amazing yeah no and, and for this one she's the only British char- well there's two British characters because the movie takes place in New York so it's in the okay. United States, but she comes from Hogwarts. So she has to, you know, have the, the British dialect and she's, she's nailed it. That's awesome. Yeah. We have some British listeners and patrons for this <laughs> oh, podcast. We? So we'll have to have oh. them listen to her and say, yeah. tell us what Uh-oh. they think. <laughs> the pressure yeah. is on. I like it. <laughs> um, so kind of piggybacking off of Ellen's question, what's your favorite part of the filmmaking process? And specifically, again, with this project? There's so many parts that I enjoy. I mean, I enjoy the pre-production, the research portion, which I didn't realize I liked that much until recently. Recently, someone told me, you know, you're a history buff. You love history. You love research. And I didn't realize that I did. And I, I love it. And, and having to research the, the, the books again and, and the movies, that to me was such an exciting part, putting it all together into my own little story. 
But then uh, my, my actual favorite part is just seeing the film finished with an audience. The final product, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the final product. Just seeing in a dark room with people watching it, enjoying it, laughing, crying, screaming, whatever it is. Gasping. That's, gasping, yeah. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of those in Mudblood. And that's, that's ultimately my favorite part. That's so what kind of timeline are you expecting for creating this series? We're hoping to, well, we're almost done with part one and we're, we're, we plan to release that in January, 2021. And then for parts two and three, we're hoping February and March or April. So within the first half of 2021, we're hoping to have all three parts released. And then I think we're going to be releasing all three online for free on YouTube. And then for the third one, I believe I'm going to have a big premiere in Cleveland, a very oh, safe premiere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe by then it'll be better. <laughs> uh, hopefully it'll be better. Yeah. Right? I'm hoping that it's probably early April and uh, we're thinking about renting a theater and just inviting like 50, 60 people and having have it be very, very. Oh, my God. Can we safe. come with our microphones? And I was going to say, people? can we have like press passes? Absolutely, definitely. Because <laughs> like, this is this shit's all portable. Yeah. So yeah. I can you show guys, up and just we can, oh yeah oh, we can put together. Fun that form. would be so cool. Are you kidding? That would be awesome. I'll make us badges. <laughs> can we do like red carpet interviews? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Let's do it, Katie. I'm down. I'm so down. That's fantastic. As long as we're there for you the after party too. I mean, There's always oh, yeah. an after party. There has to be. <laughs> yes, a, very, a Harry Potter themed after party. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> fantastic you said you're releasing on youtube but what about the other projects you've done where can people go to see all that yeah so we have a couple of films on amazon and on tubi and on google play and xbox network and different places like that we have a film called fighting the sky which is pretty much available in a lot of streamers that's a feature right that is a feature film it is a science fiction feature that we finished um what well, came out last year that mm -hmm. feels like forever yeah oh. i remember when that came out yeah it's that, been a long year yeah it's, it has been a long year and then we have one called cause of desire which is also on amazon and then we have a lot of different short films on youtube as well okay yeah what's your youtube channel my youtube channel which is also where the mudblood series is going to premiere is youtube.com backslash conrad studios okay yeah conrad studios just awesome. remember that bookmark it Yes, That's please do. Say. It's going to be exciting. We're, we're going to have, have a lot of uh, trailers coming up for, for part one. I think we're hoping to have the first trailer out in the first half of January. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, let us know when you post that because we'll share it. Absolutely. How long are the movies going to be? Like each one? Each part is going to be around 21 minutes. So it's almost like a like a normal TV pilot yeah. length. Oh, okay. Um, so it's, it's like three... 21 minute episodes i think the third one's going to be the longest um each time that i keep writing them they keep getting a little longer so i might say yeah. 21 now and then when i see the rough cut of, or the final cut of the first ones like, oh it's half an hour okay yeah so it's it, it all varies but at the end it's all going to feel like one big movie okay so it's like a mini series almost yeah it's, it's a little small mini series for, for you gotcha yeah. cool okay very that's cool. awesome yeah it really is i can't wait to see the outcome <laughs> I know I just keep saying that's awesome during this whole interview, but it is. It's awesome. So, I mean, it's awesome. Well, I can't wait for you guys to see it. <laughs> yeah, really. we're so, I yeah. can't wait. Yeah. It's because it's like reading the script was cool, but mm -hmm. definitely. And I can tell just from reading it that it's going to be awesome, but it's still not going to be the same. as. It's like trying to read yeah. Cursed Child. Like a lot of people yeah. didn't like it because... Mm -hmm scripts aren't meant to be sure. read they're meant to be seen exactly you know absolutely yeah. So I, and yeah you read part one i believe Mudlip yeah part and i one. think you said that there were some changes since i read there, it too, there were so. some minor changes from part one and then but you know it's funny because like the people have, that have read part two say that it's like 10 times better oh my god you have to send me part two yeah they're like oh part two really like you're you're going crazy with Yo, this send one it, please yes i will <laughs> 
But yeah, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a very special episode of Potterheads of History since we interviewed Conrad. These bonus episodes are typically for patrons only, but because Conrad's on this one, then obviously we want everybody to get to hear this one. Mm-hmm. But if you want access to our other special episodes, then you can become one of our patrons and you get other perks for that as well. If you're interested in joining our patrons and getting those extra perks, you can head to patreon.com slash just keep rolling. As always, any support you can give is greatly appreciated. Also, don't forget to find us and follow us on Facebook at JKR Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Just Keep Rolling. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel to see our monthly cooking shows, weekly episodes, blooper reels, vlogs, and other random videos. Do you have any other social media that you would want to share? Yeah, if people want to follow Mudblood on Instagram, we're on uh, Instagram on, uh, at MudbloodFilm. Uh, same thing on Facebook, it's at MudbloodFilm. Or if they want to follow the studio, it's Conrad Studios on YouTube and on Facebook. I highly recommend following his whole studio because he's just got some great stuff up there to see. Nice. I'm following all of it. Yeah, I already (laughs) did. (laughs) I I think I went in and followed it all through Just Keep Rolling as well. Oh, nice. (laughs) But again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, uh, Ellen, and thank you, Katie, for having me. I hope you guys enjoy Mudblood once uh, it releases in January. We Thanks for being will. here. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I can't wait to, you know, come to the after party, of course. Oh, yes. It's going to be fun. <laughs> Katie's all about that after party. Yeah. I'm all about it. And right. join us for our next episode where we will be finishing the last chapter of Prisoner of Azkaban, chapter 22, Owl Post Again. Woohoo! So exciting. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you hear us again. I'm Katie. I'm Ellen. Until the next time, just, just keep, keep rolling. rolling. Thank you.